Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. You know, it's getting to the point where Friday Follies should just really be called Global Warming Climate Change Environmentalist Wacko Follies. Because I find myself, when I'm getting crazy stuff from the news from throughout the week, a lot of it centers around the climate change crazies. The crazies on the environmentalist left. And one of the reasons is because, and I've said this before, I think it's, I think it's one of the platforms of the left that drives me most batty, that makes me, that enrages me more than any other. And there's a lot of agendas on the left. Feminism, trans, anti-capitalism, socialism, environment. But this one, it just gets me. And it, I think there's a couple reasons. And good morning. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. This is the new voice of conservative dissent. Friday Follies is as much insanity from the news that we can give you in one episode. But Three reasons, I think, and then we'll jump in, why environmentalism drives me crazy. One is, it is an entire antichrist religious worldview. It's all-encompassing. It's a religion. And people don't think that. They just think it's, you know, it's, it's somebody's hobby or fetish or they're obsessed with, you know, anti-pollution. No, it is an entire religion that fuels... Everything about how someone looks at the world and life and existence. The second thing is, it's so uh, foolish. It's so idiotic. It defies logic. It's completely unreasonable that we're destroying the planet. And it's an obsessive, illogical earth worship. That's what I meant by what I said about it being a religion. And finally, it's... It's so effeminate and emasculating. I find it intolerable. You know, what used to define real men, we had this idea of rugged individualism in America. You know, the lumberjack, big burly guy chopping down trees, uh, oil tycoons and, uh, you know, business tycoons drilling for oil, the civilization, westward expansion, taming the wild. You know, the Industrial Revolution. Everything hardy and masculine and manly. That, that used to be like an admirable, idealistic picture of an American. But now it's soy boy. That's what the culture is esteeming. These millennial types wearing pants that are too tight, only eating organic. And... They're obsessed, wringing their hands constantly over save the trees and all too ready to get vasectomies, like we said this week, vasectomies increasing among young liberal men after Roe v. Wade was overturned to appease their feminist taskmasters and say, don't worry, we'll help you not get pregnant since since the government is no longer allowing you to murder your babies. 
This is, this is all part of environmentalism. These emasculated men leading the charge to save the planet. Okay, so my niece texted me this. She learned this in school. Just yesterday, in, an, in a public school, she texted this to me, and I couldn't believe it. I almost fell out of my chair. She watched a video. Now, I heard this years ago from a student that said to me, you know, you know uh, talking environmentalism, you know there's more plastic in the ocean than fish. She was trying to show me how much, how much pollution there was. No, I think it was like 2018. She said, by 2020, there'll be more plastic in the ocean than fish. I looked at the little girl. I'm like, do you realize how much fish are in the ocean? It's absurd. And guess what? 2020 came and went, and there's still more fish in the ocean than plastic. It's the, that's what I said. It's so illogical and stupid. Well, my niece told me that she watched a video in high school that said there is more microplastic in the ocean than stars in the Milky Way. That's right. More micro, what is microplastic? Than stars in the Milky Way. Now get this, by 500 times. That is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. And here was my reaction to her. I said, number one, it, they'll believe anything. It is, it is as absurd as believing that, you know, it, it, it's like as absurd as b- believing in Greek mythological gods, that there's a fire god and Zeus and uh, the sun god, and they created the universe and worshiping at totem poles. It's, it's as ridiculous as your most rank ancient paganism, but it's just dressed up with the modern sophisticated uh, religion of science, pseudoscience, so-called environmentalism science. It's just that... That is one of the stupidest things I've heard. Do you know how many stars in the Milky Way? The last time I went to the beach, I didn't run into any plastic in the water. And here's the other thing. It's a language game. They have to say microplastic to cover themselves because there isn't more plastic in the ocean than fish. There isn't more plastic than stars in the Milky Way. But they say the word microplastic, so they go, ooh, you can't see the plastic. Right, right. Just like you can't see Poseidon, the god of the ocean. Along with this climate change environmentalism theme, as I mentioned to you at the World Economic Forum in Davos, which I think was last week or the week before, but this was from Klaus Schwab. Their purpose was to develop a long-term constructive perspective to shape the future in more sustainable, more inclusive, and more resilient way. So all of these political and corporate heads get together annually in Davos. They talk about ESG, environmental, social, and corporate governance, how to implement that throughout the world. And he just said what the goal was, sustainability, that's anti-capitalism, environmentalist propaganda, more inclusive, and that's pushing the trans movement. All of the language coming out of Davos, all the rhetoric is anti-capitalism, anti-traditional values, anti-Christian, anti-individualism and freedom, anti-nation states, so it's pro-globalism, anti-Western. It's deconstructive, radical thinking, socialist, top-down government control to consolidate wealth and power, 
and it's so transparent and conspicuous. I mentioned to you that Colombia's president, Gustavo Francisco Petro Urigo, said that the world must overcome capitalism. We'll be sitting next to Al Gore. He promised environmental transformation and proposals for addressing water, food, and energy security issues. So he proposed a decarbonized capitalism to overcome the climate crisis by putting an end to oil and coal consumption. We have to get rid of oil and coal, fossil fuels, out. Capital linked to oil, coal, and gas should lose its value. So they go after the biggest world moneymaker, which is the fossil fuel industry, and it powers civilization. We have to get rid of that, strip it of its profits, or rather confiscate its profits. By the way, who's Petro Urigo? First leftist president in Colombian history, considered. And formerly, look at this, a member of the left-wing M19 guerrilla movement. So he's a guerrilla terrorist, and he's now president in Colombia. Now, Al Gore is a longtime climate activist. He is on the board of the World Economic Forum Board of Trustees and working in conjunction with Bill Gates, who's one of these other crazy globalist climate activists. And here's what Bill Gates is doing from the Epic Times. He's funding a startup looking to cut down methane emission from cows. That's right. One of the richest men on the planet is so deranged and has bought into the soy boy climate mindset that I talked about at the beginning. He's investing in an Australian startup focusing on reducing methane emissions from cows through a lab-grown feed additive with the company planning to use the funds for commercial trials and setting up manufacturing, even as experts question the practicality of methane-focused scientific pursuits. Is that really practical to try and reduce cow farts? Well, I guess when you're Bill Gates, it is. They are developing a livestock supplement made from synthetically replicated bromo form, which is the active ingredient found in red seaweed. The supplement is said to result in less gas and indigestion among cows, thereby lowering methane emissions. So one of the richest men in the world, leading the charge for globalism, top-down control, and the guy is spending millions on reducing cow farts. Does the insanity not speak for itself? Also, part of the Great Reset, which is what the World Economic Forum and the globalists are trying to do, reset our civilizations around a more global socialist construction. The European Union, from the Daily Fetch, gives green light for two insect species to be used for human consumption. That's right. Now we have to eat bugs. What kind of bugs, do you ask? The Acata domesticus, better known as the house cricket, has been approved for human consumption with the European, within the European Union, according to documents. This comes as further approval for the sale and consumption of the larval form of Alphatobius diaperionis, or mealworm. So mealworm, that's given the green light for human consumption in the form of powder, frozen, paste, and dried. So you can eat mealworm <laughs> smeared on your bread or powderized. I guess you could sprinkle it into your coffee or over your pasta. This is environmentalism. Kill civilization, take over, and then here's what you get. You get... You get meat polluted with some weird chemicals, 
So the cows fart less. Government issue fartless meat. <laughs> I can't. Hey, you know, it's funny that all these organic soy boys want to pump our cows full of whatever to get them to stop farting. That can't be natural. I, I would say that's non-organic meat, not natural. And now we have to eat bugs. This is human misery. This is environmentalism. Spreading human misery. Do you know that MyNorthwest.com, the Washington Department of Health, uh, they, they, did a, they had a tweet letting transmasculine persons with a cervix know that they should talk to their doctor about cervical cancer screening and the HPV vax. Find an LGBTQ welcoming provider at... So what is a transmasculine person? With, okay, so only people, meaning women with a cervix, that means women, can get cervical cancer, which is a terrible disease, but you need to have a cervix to get it, and only women have a cervix. So this ad from the Washington Department of Health was given to transmasculine persons with a cervix. So in other words, women who think they're men but still have a cervix who can get cervix cancer. We just want cervical cancer. We just want to let you know you're a woman, even though you call yourself a man, we'll call you transmasculine. You can get screened for cervical cancer. And all the replies on Twitter and protests were like, hey guys, I think you mean woman. Woman. They can't even say women get screened for cervical cancer. You have to say transmasculine. The Federalist, last Sunday, Vice President Kamala Harris said this at, a, at an abortion speech. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Sunday. She gave a speech. This is from Post Millennial. In Tallahassee, Florida, on abortion, she quoted the Declaration of Independence, but catch this, left out the part of the document that said Americans have a right to life. Correct. That's what she did. We are here. This is quoting Kamala Harris. Together, because we collectively believe and know America is a promise. America is a promise. Okay, what is it? It's a promise of freedom and liberty. Okay. Harris continued, not for some, but for all. A promise that we made in the Declaration of Independence that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Wait, what? Nope. We're, we're endowed with certain inalienable rights that among these are the right to life liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But because one of the key central platforms of the Democrats is murdering babies, we have stripped the Declaration of Independence of its statement on the right to life. Unbelievable. So transparent that it's the party and the worldview of death. Like justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. This week's Flamethrower Award has to go to all of the egghead European Union globalist bureaucrats who've decided that the citizenry can now eat bugs. Thank you very much. You have taken care of us poor plebes so, so well by looking out for our interest and making sure we have our daily portion of government-issued crickets. See you next week.